The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Well, hello. The Email Marketing Heroes. Today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking to April Beverly. She's known as the Million Dollar Word Stylist. Her clients have made over $22.6 million in revenue. She started her business, BAAB, back in, it was about nine years ago. She's worked with some major influencers like the Six Figure Chick and like big brands like people you've heard of, like McDonald's and Allstate. And she's got two Amazon and bestsellers and she's well known for that phrase which we've all heard smack the buy button now today we're going to talk about april's campaign called the i want all the sales campaign which is just greedy if you ask me leave some for somebody else but we want all of those sales so we're going to talk about that now listen when this podcast comes to an end don't feel all alone with your questions come and hang out with us share what you're working on and get stuck into all of the training and the resources and everything that's going on in the free facebook group that we have just go to a web browser type in robandkennedy.group don't know if you'll remember that robandkennedy.group and it'll take you straight over there Okay, as ever, I'm joined by the man who once owned 14 pet doves, which he kept in his parents' garage. It's hypnotist Robert Temple. And he works with a hot water bottle on his feet most of the time. It's the mind reader, Kennedy. Let's kick things off. Robin Kennedy can get inside your the buy button. I've got to know the story behind smack the buy button. We're going to find that out, I think. I've got to say, Rob, I think I'm a little bit afraid of doves. I think I'm like not a bird person. We were friends then. You used to, you came and met them. You were there when the first avoid, one was I born. avoided the little shits. I was terrified of them shitting on me head. I should add, we only had five to begin with, but they breed like um, doves. <laughs> yeah, we are here every single week talking about birds shitting on your head, especially for course creators, coaches, and membership site owners to help make mar- email marketing specifically less of a numbers game and put the odds back in your favor with harder hitting, higher converting, psychology driven email marketing. Rob. Our guest today, April Beverly, one of these three things is true about her. Either her eight-year-old daughter critiqued one of her presentations saying it wasn't emotional enough, or bases how good her emails are on whether her dog jumps up at her when she reads it out loud, or won't send an email unless her mum has checked the spelling and grammar. This is the hands down, I think, the best one you've done <laughs> in terms of making it hard to know which one of these is true. So I think that it is. I love a bit I of dead air on a, on a podcast. It's really entertaining. Thanks for sitting and it's good, clicking it? your tongue it's for my, everybody. It's, it's my thinking face. I think that it's going to be the first one about the eight-year-old daughter critiquing one of her presentations because it wasn't emotional enough. Where am I at? Am I close, April? Am I close? You are close. You are close. 
Yes, that is the one. (laughs) Well done. He actually got it right. I think that's like the third time in all the episodes so far. Little little (laughs) check on the tally for me. Little check on the tally for me. (laughs) What actually happened? Oh well, let me let me first say, guys, I have an eight-year-old son. His name is Austin the Great. Ah, son. Okay, uh, maybe I missed. But it was right. He did do it. So he's in my office hanging out. Um, we've been doing homeschool for you know COVID nineteen and all that good stuff. So he's been hanging out with me a lot. And he reached over my shoulders like, well, "What are you working on?" Like, you know. That's what he does every day. <laughs> and I said, you know, mommy's working on a presentation. He was like, you need to change that right there. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. That doesn't really talk to people and it doesn't have enough emotion. Like I talk to him all the time about writing with emotion, even in the third grade, like when mommy has you write, like the teachers write home and say, where did he learn to write like this? So it's all about emotion. I've explained to him why you have to add your personality to stuff, even though it needs to be English happy, if you will. Mm -hmm. So he did a critique on me, like I was doing to him almost every day during (laughs) homeschool. (laughs) He's going to be the world's greatest copywriter one day, isn't he? (laughs) I sure hope so. You know, they have the accolade things at the end of the year, and he was voted the most likely to run a Fortune 500 company. So I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Love it. So we're going to talk about this campaign, the I Want All of the Sales campaign. First of all, tell us where this came from. What's the the background on this campaign? So the background of the campaign is that a lot of times I, and it it especially goes with women. So I've been hearing a lot of women online talking about how they don't want to be salesy. They don't want to be too aggressive. And so I said, I'm going to flip that. I'm going to call this campaign the I want all the sales campaign because that's what we want. But a lot of times we feel like saying it and actually speaking that into existence is like we're being um, too much. Like we're doing too much. We're saying too much. We're trying to be too aggressive. So I said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put it all out there, create a six to seven point email campaign that helps you get exactly what you say you want. Wow. Okay. So that was literally going, hell, we, we need all this. We're a bit afraid of it. Let's do it anyway. That's a really good you know, Before we get into this, it's a pretty damn good attitude to have with any part of our business, our lives. They're going, this is what I want. This is what I'm afraid of. Let's do it anyway. Let's find out a way of making that work and bringing those two worlds together. So when is this campaign, just to give us some context to when it's really useful. So when would you actually use this campaign? So the so the campaign is really good for flash sales. So if you're doing like a sale for uh, Independence Day coming up, if you're doing a sale for like Black Friday, anything like that, where you want a quick cash injection, that's where this um, flash sale sequence comes into play. Because the emails are really sequential, really makes sense, and really takes your subscriber through the twists and turns of a story of purchasing from you. Like each email weaves into the next versus having six or seven individual emails. I love that. I absolutely love that. One of the things I think is really interesting is I don't think we need to wait until it's Black Friday or it's whatever, you know, 
some something that somebody else has invented. We can look at there's, there's a there's a special day every year of the every day of the year, <laughs> isn't there? You can look through and go, oh, it's National Stand on One Leg Day. When I was standing on one leg this morning, I thought, wow, you could really do with a discount on this thing. Like you could, but in all seriousness, if you if there's a, a day for what you do, so there is an email day. So if we want to do a, a, a day a, a flash sale, we could choose. Oh, it's 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 National Email Day. We're gonna launch. We're gonna launch this campaign, or it could be that 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 the campaign's gonna close on National Email Day. So you you could link it to anything. It doesn't have to be one of the the big ones, does it? No, it doesn't. It could be the sunny day sale. <laughs> it could literally be it. The sun, the sun is shining today. It's the sunny day sale. It doesn't have to be linked to anything major. That's it's all about a, a quick cash injection. Absolutely. I think I think we need to start the international. I want all the sales day. That's what something we need to is going. So, is this just to get some again to get some sort of clarity on getting this set up? Is this something where you're going to like open the cart and the sales are going to be available? The discount's going to start on that day, or is it going to close on that day? How do you tend to to work this in the build up or the? Yeah, so it's it's actually going to open up open up with the announcement email. So it's like six to seven emails. So the very first email, like you're not you're you're cutting all the BS this is what I have available for you. So you can do that first email one of two ways. Either it can be an appreciation email where you're thanking people for being on your list and this, that, and the third. And then you tell them that you have something for them, or it could be just, this is what I have for you. So I like to do subject lines, like what you asked for, or this is what I have for you because it pulls in that reader immediately and lets them know that this isn't just some, come get it because I want all the sales to type of situation. It's more about them giving them the solution that they've been looking for. Right. Okay. So this is the come get all the solutions campaign. <laughs> I want all the sales. You want solutions. We're going to bring that thing together and bridge the gap. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you say that. It's great. I'm going to bring that thing together. I love it. Okay. So first emails going out day zero off we go. This is the, this is the solution. So mm-hmm. what are the, what are the major points within that? Just to summarize, what's the, what, what have we got to achieve in email number one? So what do we have to achieve in email? Number one is the, this the start of the story. So imagine like you're watching a TV show and you're on like episode one of the, of the series. So episode one, email one is that buildup where you're either appreciating the folks telling them, you know, how you appreciate them for being on your list and telling them, connecting the dots on what you have available for them, or it's just a straight up an announcement. This is what I have for you. This is why I have it. So many people have been asking me, you've been looking for this. I know you've been looking for this. I thought now was a perfect time to offer it to you. So you're giving the background on why you're actually offering this thing. That's interesting. You're sort of setting the stage. You're showing them the environment. You're doing all the things you're doing, that opening scene, setting up the characters. This is where you are. This is where I am. This is what the product. Okay, awesome. Exactly. So, yeah, love that. Okay. And just to confirm, is there a buy? Is there an ability to buy? Is there a buy button to smash in that particular email? Or, or are you just teasing in this email? No, no, sir. There's, there's no tease. You're going to get it all in that first email. There's definitely, <laughs> there's definitely a buy button to smack in that first email. Okay. Awesome. Okay, cool. Okay. So what happens next? How long do you wait before email number two of the six or seven? Email number two goes out the, the very next day. And okay. so email number two is like, I call that club day. 
So club day is everybody's in line for the VIP. You let so many people in. You're like, hey, it's already 100 people in here. You still outside. What's going on? You need to get in here. So email number two is agitating that fear of missing out. Like you want people to be like, oh, my God, this is what Linda said. And so that first email, like you're connecting with people who are purchasing behind the scenes and, and they're emailing you because they're excited. Like the actual title of title of what you're offering needs to be engaging enough to get folks excited about their purchase. So typically when we do this sequence for my clients and for us, people are DMing us like, Oh my God, thank you. This is what I was looking for. And so you're taking those screenshots and putting in an email too. So you're agitating that fear of missing out immediately. So email number two is like, uh Oh, Tracy said she loves this. Michelle said she loves this. Sam said he loves this. I need to see what this thing is all about. So that's what email two focuses on. I think what's really interesting though, one of the things that's interesting there is the fact that's pulling a step that a lot of people, the kind of step that a lot of people would leave right until the very end. This whole thing that, well, you, if you don't hurry up, you're going to miss out. If you don't hurry up, look at all that. Well, these people say, normally that's pushed further down the road than that. So it's really interesting to pull it all the way forward. So it's actually the second mm -hmm. bit of communication. It's a, within it's a this really heavily emotionally fueled thing or like that the, the FOMO thing is so strong for us all these days like none of us want to feel yeah. that right so and I love the fact there's proof in it it's not like hey a million people just joined and you're the one idiot who hasn't and you're like oh maybe there's like here's all the screenshots of like the person in the members area or the person who's like mm -hmm. commented on the thing or the e inboxes and all that stuff so there's like there's proof all over the sh all over the shop which I'm I'm loving that so it's it's FOMO with proof like that's strong so then what, what how long do we wait between now and the next one the very next day okay so, so we're going this, for it. this full sequence is day 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 like it, it runs the full six to seven days beautiful okay so day three is either so if if on day two mm -hmm. you were able to pull up those screenshots from actual people or if your screenshot was like you know something showing the number of sales or something along those lines then that's fine so day three you can do one of two things day three can be a check my receipts email where you're giving folks the background of you what qualifies you to be able to offer this particular thing more screenshots of people, but testimonials more along the lines of them working with you, period, not of this particular offer. So you're building like that, um, you're building that trust of your authority in email three. So one and two, it's pure emotion. It's excitement. It's I'm missing out. I'm outside the club. And so I've, I've heard the announcement of the big club night that's coming up. I'm pretending to be cool at this point, everybody. You know what a club <laughs> night is. So, you know, DJ, whatever he's called, really cool DJ name. I've heard he's playing at this club. Awesome. That's day one. Day two is I see the huge line outside. and I can hear the people inside. Day three is me going, right, is this DJ any good? There you go. You got it. Yes. Yes. And the DJ dropping his receipts like, yes, I'm good. Let me tell you what I've been doing. So that's email three. I flip and love it because at that point you're overcoming that big objection of going, because at that point it's, I always think of a sequence or a campaign as like overcome the next objection. What's the next objection? What's the next? And you're just sort of stacking up the, the objection handling. And at this point we're going, that's okay for everybody else, but does it work for me? And the way does it work for me works is, is this person the right person to teach me? And that's a really good objection to be handling on number three. And so you do that through credibility pieces, testimonials. 
it, all the testimonials and stuff um, and all those credibility things, are they in the email or do you link them out to a separate page which has those things on? So what I advise my clients to do is do like maybe one or two screenshots, a really short, who am I, why you should listen to me, but then say, if you want to see more, click here and that's a sales page link with the full list of testimonials. So you're going to have so like a different sales them. page at that point, which I think is a really nice mm-hmm. idea of having a sales page for each step. I mean, flip yeah. the heck. Let's just take that away for a second. I don't mean to be over dramatic, but wow, that's awesome. This idea of having a different sales page for each step, which deals with that phase, I think is really, really beautiful. Love that. Love that. Thank Very you. cool. So now we move on to email number four. When, yeah, when so and what? Email number four is straight up FAQs. So email number four is, these are all the questions we've been getting. I know you haven't joined yet because, you know, we're obviously taking people who have joined off of the list. So these are the folks who we're speaking directly to who are still opening up the emails, who are still engaging. But for some strange reason, they haven't smacked the buy button yet. So that means they got questions. They have concerns. They have questions. So we want to make sure that we address those questions. And this email is straight up no fluff FAQs. Question number one, answer it. Question number two, answer it. Question number three. So what these questions are typically going to be is, you know, some of the most common questions. Will this work for me? Those types of questions. Um, What's the cost? How does it work? Things like that. But you're going to make sure that you're crafting those responses in a way that engages them and pushes them to hop off the fence. Either they're in or they're not, but you want them to make a decision. Yeah. It's kind of like the too long, didn't read equivalent of the sales page, isn't it? You're too lazy to read all the crap that I've put out in front of you. So just, I'll just give you what you need to know. That's exactly what you're doing. (laughs) All right. Lovely. So uh, next email. So we've now sort of addressed the the frequently asked questions, which we'll be hearing Mm -hmm. from people who are sending us support messages and replies and all that sort of stuff, as well as we know the reason, the objections that they have directly head on addressing them. So what's left? What's next? So emails five and six are what I call nudge emails. Number five is going to be a very fun subject line. I love doing songs. I'm like a a radio buff. So it may, so the title of the subject line may be bye, bye, bye from Backstreet Boys or something along those lines for you. You didn't say you like good music. Okay. I understand. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bye, bye. Hey, don't make me sing it. Okay. <laughs> so the so the subject line is going to be something along those lines or five four three two one letting them know that this is the last chance um just recapping everything that they're about to miss out on making sure you're phrasing that email in a way that they're missing out on it so instead of listing out you get xyzzz the email becomes are you really about to miss out on a b c d e f g because i haven't seen your name on the list yet So that email is phrased in a missing out type of way. And then email number six is another nudge email. It happens two hours before the card closes. Like that email goes bananas. Do you use that as a a subject line as well? This is bananas, me and them. I'm, I'm getting my guns to fire. Okay. So, so what do you use? What's the sort of angle of that last nudge? So that last nudge is very straightforward. It's two hours left, 120 minutes left, however you want to phrase it. And it's just straight up, you're about to miss out. I love it. And with the link, 
It's a really short email. It's really direct. If you've done this whole sequence right, you're going to get a ton of purchases in that last email mm. because they're like, oh my God, it's about to close. I don't want to miss this. Even though they've gotten six other emails, that there's something about that last nudge that makes people say, oh my gosh, I'm, I can't miss this. I'm really interested to know uh, what's your viewpoint on the the gimmicky thing. So like uh, countdown timers, the stuff that really like visually pushes the the urgency. I like countdown timers. I don't always use them um, because I just don't think they're necessary. I think they're nice to have. So I think if you have a list that really needs to see that counting down, but I feel like the, the actual words that you put in the email can cover that. So I think the countdown email is a nice extra to have, but I don't think it's necessary. So I don't use it all the time. And I've, and I really, from a numbers perspective, I haven't seen my numbers increase or decrease versus using it or not. But I think cool. maybe the variety is something to be thinking about as well. Because if you're going to do a flash sale once or twice a year, if every time you do a sale, they're going to be like, oh, I'm going to see that fancy countdown timer. People do become blind to that. way. You want to mm -hmm. use it as a special effect almost, don't you, to make it really right. pop. This is a cracking campaign, and it's so different to the way that we do our flash sale campaigns. Um, so thanks so much for sharing that. I, I think we want to zoom straight next into... Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Your favorite subject line uh, would be great. So yeah, what have you got one for us? Mm-hmm, what you asked for. Really? Okay, tell us yeah. about that. That is my most effective subject line. I use it for all of my like uh, initial lead, for most of my initial lead magnets, because it's just something about the what you asked for that gets people to open it up because they're like, well, what did I ask for? Did I ask for something? And I don't know. It's just like curiosity kills them that makes them want to open the email. So that's my by far favorite subject line. I share it with all my clients because it works to, to get that open. Right Rob is writing it down as we speak <laughs> because you can bet your bottom dollar that we'll be using that. Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. <laughs> I think it was Picasso said the artist steal or something. I can't remember the exact. Quote. I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't think he just went. Oh, hello, I'm Picasso. Uh, artist steal. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> just a big space missing on me wall. Anyway, um, so April, this has been awesome. For people who want to find out more about you, which is going to be everybody, and they want to come and get all the whatever we said it was, come and get all the things they asked for. Um, where do we go? Tell us where to go and find out more about you. You guys can find me on Instagram, Facebook at B-A-A-B Writing. That's at B-A-A-B Writing. You can hit me up on Amazon. At, uh, you can grab my book at shotsfired.co. That's shotsfired.co. I love that. Shotsfired.co. Fantastic. We'll put the links to all of those things in the show notes, which you'll find over at theemailmarketingshow.com slash smack. See what we did there? See what we did there? Very good. Very good. There we go. <laughs> now, we do want you to continue on with this conversation. Come and join us. So there'll be a discussion going on inside our free Facebook group. Just head over to robandkennedy.group and it will forward you straight over to the Facebook group. Come and join us. Hang out. Let's be friends. Thank you so much. April Beverly, everybody. April Beverly! April Beverly!